Date your wife, date your spouse. Most anyone will tell you to keep dating your spouse no matter how long you've been married. But why? Forget the generic, be more happy. You want real data from real studies. Does dating your spouse after you're married actually make a difference? If so, how? Today we'll look at five categories or topics and review data from numerous studies on the impact dating your spouse has on each one of them. I'm also going to share a step-by-step -step plan to make your dates more than a box to check off and instead be something you really look forward to. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. Let's dive into the data. We'll start with topics that might seem more obvious, then we'll move on to topics that may surprise you. First topic, divorce. According to a study conducted by researchers from the University of Virginia, married couples who date once a week have a 20% lower divorce rate compared to couples who don't go on regular dates. Now that's a clear win. Date your spouse once a week and you're 20% less likely to get a divorce? Nice. But some of you might be thinking, well, that's not me, Joe. I, I would never. Okay, well, no one ever gets married thinking they're going to get divorced. But no worries, we've got more topics to cover. The next topic, sex. A study published in the Journal of Marriage and Family showed that couples who went on date nights at least once a month were three and a half times more likely to report a higher level of sexual satisfaction compared to those who didn't prioritize date night. Once a month, one date a month, and you'll be three and a half times more likely to enjoy higher levels of sexual satisfaction. That sounds like a bargain. The third topic, friendship, or in other words, how much you enjoy being around each other. A study conducted by the University of Denver's Center for Marital and Family Studies showed that couples who had regular date nights experienced a 30% increase in feelings of friendship and camaraderie. 30%. Imagine a 30% increase in how much you enjoy being around your spouse. And another study published in the Journal of Couple and Relationship Therapy found that couples who had regular date nights reported a 22% increase in feelings of closeness and connection in their relationship. So couples who do regular date nights, they get a 30% boost in feelings of friendship and a 22% boost in feeling connected. And if you've seen some of my other content, you know what connection leads to. The fourth topic, conflict resolution. A study published in the Journal of Marriage and Family Therapy found that couples who went on date nights reported a 25% improvement in their ability to resolve conflicts peacefully and to even find mutually satisfying solutions. Well, that makes sense because when dinner is part of your date, you may need to first resolve the conflict of where you want to eat. Then once you're there comes the battle of what to actually order. Seriously though, I really like the part about finding a solution that satisfies both people and a 25% improvement in that. This is an even bigger deal when you consider that many conflicts pop up because the original conflict wasn't resolved in a healthy way. That means dating your spouse could have an exponential impact on conflict resolution and peace in your home. I love it. Next topic, stress. A study conducted by researchers at the National Marriage Project found that couples who had regular date nights reported a 30% decrease in feelings of stress and tension. Okay, I honestly wasn't expecting this one when I did the research. A lot of times, I feel like trying to arrange babysitters and trying to decide what to do on the date or the budget or get reservations or whatever, that all seems like dating adds stress. So a 30% decrease in stress? How could that be? But then it hit me. Being connected with my wife makes everything else feel more manageable. Like I'm not doing life alone and that together we can do anything. And we saw earlier how dating increases connection. So you can start to see how it all fits together. How dating your spouse does lead 
to a 30% decrease in your stress levels. But I'm going to argue that's only the case if you do it right. I've had too many date nights where my wife and I conflicted about where to get dinner or how soon we needed to get back for the sitter or any number of little meaningless things that could tarnish our time together and add stress to our relationship. It seems that to receive the benefits that come from dating your spouse, you need to set yourself up for success. And these are legit benefits that make it worth the effort, right? I mean, from a lower divorce rate, to better friendship and a massive drop in stress, all the benefits we discussed are amazing. So right now I'm gonna share a step-by-step -step plan for your next date. And it doesn't matter if this will be your first date in a while, or maybe your best date in a while, you can follow these steps. Step one, ask your spouse on a date, in person, no texting. And when you do this, have your calendar open to check for availability. And as long as it's open, make sure to schedule the date in your calendar. Step two, plan the date. This date will be simple. You're getting food, dinner, dessert, doesn't matter. What does matter is you go somewhere where you can easily talk and hear each other. It also needs to be a place where you won't be interrupted by a server or other staff. Don't overthink this. It could be Kane's Chicken, Chipotle, or local cafe. Keep it simple. Step three, grab a notebook and a pen, then go on the date. Take the pen and paper inside with you because once you have your food, you'll start a conversation to answer the following questions together. What do you want from dating each other? How does what you want fit with the overall goals for your family? Step four, set boundaries. Really, this is just more of the conversation, more questions about dating each other for you to answer together. But you may find several things here you hadn't thought of and setting boundaries is important to dating done right. So discuss boundaries for the following. What? if any, is appropriate phone usage on dates? Are there any off-limit topics like work, bills, or challenges with kids? How long will the dates typically last? How often will you go on dates? Will you have a set date night each week or every other week or once a month? What kind of budget will you have for your dates? Who will be responsible for planning the dates? Or will you rotate? What kind of activities would you enjoy? Are there any activities you don't want to do? And remember, all of these answers can be unique to you. If you love going to the movies and date night is the only time you can go together, great. If you only want to go places where you can talk, so movies are out, great. Personally, my wife and I rarely go to movies for dates. We're more likely to play games at a park or walk around a furniture store. And that might sound terrible to you. And that's okay. This is where you and your spouse set boundaries on what dating one another will look like in your marriage. Step five, set up your next date. Before you even leave where you're having your current date, schedule your next date and put it in your calendar along with who's in charge of planning it. That's it. Five steps. If it sounds simple, it's because it is. But if you find yourself with too many excuses or feeling like you're too busy, then chances are things in your life are out of balance. And that probably happens more often than you want to admit. But don't worry, you can check out this video where I show you a proven process to create work-life balance so you have the freedom and flexibility you desire, including enough to enjoy dating your spouse. Till next time, keep moving forward.